When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So now, it's napping. Yes, they say napping is bad for you. Don't sleep on your poor health. Uh, Having hypertension puts you at the risk for heart disease and stroke, which are leading causes of death in the U.S., But geriatric researchers in Central South University in Hunan, China, looked at the sleep habits of medical histories of some 360,000 people in the UK, courtesy of the UK Biobank Patient Survey Database, which is nice of them to pass that along to China, and found that uh, participants who took naps on most days saw a 24% increase in their likelihood of stroke and were 12% more likely to be diagnosed with hypertension over time. The nap factor was even more worrisome in those aged 60 and under as napping most days led to a 20% higher chance of developing high blood pressure. Now, this is, of course, just in the UK. So if you live outside of the UK, probably nothing to worry about. The findings uh, were consistent after accounting for patients with pre-existing high-risk factors. So there's a correlation between regular napping, smoking cigarettes, daily alcohol consumption, snoring, and insomnia and of course people who claim to be night owls so if you smoke drink snore can't sleep you probably should nap but only in the uk if you're outside of the uk don't worry about it go ahead take that nap welcome they're not taking my nap away welcome to chewing the fat So he's still searching. Uh, The man who threw away a hard drive with 8,000 bitcoins on it uh, is now still searching for that iPhone-sized drive that he threw away in 2013. Now, the bitcoin stored on the drive is worth, according to him, about $175 million. Well, he wants to use uh, robot dogs and AI to help him dig through a dump to recover his lost fortune. He's been fighting this for quite a while now. So his master plan involves spending about $11 million to evacuate the... uh, Excavate, not evacuate, well, same thing. Uh, Evacuate all the debris from the landfill. (laughs) Sort through it. And man, who doesn't want to sort through about 110,000 pounds of trash? Right? So both humans and AI-powered machines trained to recognize the hard drive would then sort through the garbage in a process he expects to take about three years. So he's in cahoots with Boston Dynamics for their robot dogs. They would uh, sort through the garbage during the day, patrol for trespassing treasure hunters at night. (laughs) 
<laughs> so he's trying to win the city over. The city is like, nah, I don't think so. Nah, you know what? Uh, we're not going to do that. Okay, just not not going to happen. So he's got a couple of a uh, couple of venture capitalists willing to spend some money to try to find the hard drive, which you know they'll get fifty million of the of what the you know when they find the hard drive for the bitcoin he said you know i'll give them 50 million dollars oh okay so we'll see we'll see the city is also going to get some money he said that he will give everyone in the city a certain amount it wasn't very much uh it was only like everybody in the city gets like 60 bucks or something yeah i'll give them uh, i'll give them 60 bucks in bitcoin to each resident i mean it's something right and he claimed you know they claim that it's uh you know an ecological risk and he's like um no way man i don't want to damage the environment uh we'll leave it in better condition uh-huh but uh, good luck god bless there's no even even if he finds it they're going to be lucky to be able to get retrieve the data from the hard drive he claims to have the uh the team that uh got the information from the black box of the columbia space shuttle after it crashed so i mean it's a team that apparently knows what they're doing and are able to recover data that appears to be lost on these hard drives but what would you do for 175 million dollars maybe even more or you know less by the time he gets it depending on what bitcoin is going for at the time this guy's been going after it for a long time what a what a shocking turn of affairs when you throw the old hard drive away and you can't get at it you know where it is it's in that 110,000 pounds of trash <laughs> in the landfill but uh, you can't get it so good luck god bless plus it's been since 2013 bro bro good luck and all good luck i hope he gets it We'll be hearing stories of the Boston Dynamic robot dogs attacking people in the middle of the night as they're digging through the landfill trying to find the hard drive. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I mean, you might as well just play the lotto, right? I mean, you've got uh, Mega Millions tonight, for those of you listening live, is $810 million. The Powerball is tomorrow night on the 27th of July, 2022. That's worth $145 million, so that's not as much as he's looking for, although it's more than what he's going to have to pay the investors. So, I mean, if he wins the $810 million, pretty sweet. Now, obviously, he's not going to win because I am. But uh, you take the lump sum of $470.1 million. I mean, that is uh, that's pretty good. And you still have a bunch of taxes to pay after that. But, I mean, that's more. You're going to end up with a lot more than $175 million, which is what he's searching for on the hard drive. And it might not even be worth that much by the time he retrieves it. So, anyway, good luck. Good luck to finding the hard drive with your 8,000 bitcoins on it. Good luck. All right, some big names in the Who Died Today segment. Uh, let's start with uh, Paul Sorvino. Who died today? Paul Sorvino, dead at the age of 83. Uh, played in Goodfellas, uh, NYPD uh, uh, Sergeant uh, Phil Serrata in Law and Order. 
Uh, he had, I guess he ran a horse rescue facility, sculpted. He was a singer. He launched some pizza sauces. But I remember him. He was just, I was just enjoying his work in Godfather of Harlem. I mean, he was still working. The man was awesome at 83. And I think Godfather of Harlem season three may still be filming or they should be done because they said it was going to be out in December of this year. We'll see if uh, Paul made it uh, to every, you know all the episodes during Godfather of Harlem. And, uh, you know, they'll have to pay their respects to him. But anyway, Paul Savino, very sad, uh, dead at 83 years of age. Rest in peace, Paul Servino. Then David Warner, uh, the English actor who's been in The Omen and Time After Time and Tron. He is dead at the age of 80. And David Warner is one of those guys that uh, when you see him, you'll see the picture and go, oh, yeah, him. So uh, rest in peace to, oh, yeah, him at the age of 80. Then we found out that we have to say goodbye to the Chaco Taco. I know. So apparently the Klondike Taco Taco is being discontinued. Do we even live in America anymore? I don't know. I don't know about that. They claim that, uh, you know, look, it might return in the future. Yeah, they took a big hit uh, discontinuing the old Taco Taco. Uh, they discontinued both the one count and the four count packs. Very sad. They said a necessary but unfortunate part of this process is what we sometimes must con- discontinue products, even a beloved item like Choco Taco. Oh, no. We know this may be very disappointing and hope you'll try our other delicious frozen treats. And then it sent a link. That was a reply to somebody's being pissed about them uh uh, getting rid of Chaco Taco. Here's a link to our website. <laughs> so it's necessary, but it's just darn unfortunate. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and discontinue it. Now, this may be just a ploy. Hey, let's see what happens if we discontinue the old Chaco Taco. See if the fans react. If they do, we'll bring it back and we'll make some sales. Very possible. That that's happening because they're all saying oh yeah you know we might bring it back it could bring it back in the in the future you never know all right i mean i'm a choco this may come as a surprise i'm a uh choco taco fan i know i know um they started uh back in 1983 a jack and jill ice cream uh created the idea uh, employee, a Jack and Jill ice cream employee, uh, Alan Drazen created the idea back in 83 and they distributed the item only to ice cream trucks until 1993 when the company was bought by Unilever. And then they said, eh, you know what, uh, the, the old Jack and Jill branding. No, uh, we're going to be, make that a Klondike bar. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, a Klondike Chaco Taco. And that's where, you know, the Chaco Taco was born with under the Klondike name. So it was either 29 years of age, if you count, if you just count the Klondike Chaco Taco, and if you count the Jack and Jill, uh, the birthing of Chaco Taco, uh, it was 39. So Chaco Taco dead at the age of 29 or 30. And one last death to report today. Uh, Samantha B's full frontal program 
has been canceled. Dead. After seven seasons. I know. Apparently after a restructuring and overhaul, Warner Brother was like, uh, yeah, that show's got to go. It really sucks. Uh, never got any ratings. I know that it was, you know, Emmy nominated. Probably even won a few of those Emmys too. I mean, it was just bad. I watched it uh, multiple times because I wanted to like it. I met her. I've met her before. She came here to DFW and, uh, you know, sucked around the Blaze Studios for a while trying to pretend like she was, you know, she was, uh, uh, she was all part of the group. Yeah, were you, Samantha? So I know that uh, they said, oh, hey, we're proud to have been uh, home of Full Frontal. Uh-huh. We were so proud of it. It's gone. Goodbye. Have a nice day. She uh, had been broadcasting from her house. I mean... <laughs> You know, during the COVID-19 pandemic, they had the studio in NYC and she was like, now nah, we're just going to do it at my house and we're going to continue to do it at my house. We're not moving back to New York. I'm not doing the thing back in New York, which may or may not have played a role. I don't know. Uh, as far as I know, the series did not get any ratings. And it was like, you know, what was weird about it? It was like a, like a 30 minute show once a week. And it was, she had all these writers, and it's just a 30 minute show once a week, and it was that bad? I mean, holy cow. So, anyway, full frontal with Samantha B. Dead at the age of seven. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, wish I had a Choco Taco, I'll tell you that. Oh. So good. <laughs> so I got an email from uh, Clemtown at uh, at the chewing the fat at theblaze.com. You can email there as well to your little heart's content. And this email from Clemtown said uh, under the subject line "Only Murders," referring to only murders in the building on Hulu with. Uh, with uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Is it just me, or did Selena Gomez, you know, and then in parentheses he has, uh, or she, Clemtown, has insert blimp sound effect here. <laughs> no, it's not just you, uh, Clemtown. It's not just you. There's... There's been a couple of scenes, and I'm not sure. Maybe they were just shot at different times or whatever. But I just I look and I go, oh, big time for Selena. And you know there were rumors that she was pregnant, which she shot down. And so maybe it's just Selena, you know, you know, living the good life. And good for her, good for her. But you are not alone. And there are other times when she looks awesome. So she looks awesome all the time, Jeff, no matter whether it's or not. I know, I know, I know. Still, uh, just letting you know, Club Town, you are not alone in thinking when you see Selena from time to time on the screen. Yesterday, we talked about uh, Vince McMahon retiring from WWE and what was going to happen. Well, then the news broke that uh, apparently he's paid out like $14, 15000000 million in unrecorded expenses uh, where he's paid off women that he's had affairs with. 
<laughs> so I guess the board has launched into an investigation claiming he paid a former aide $3 million in hush money to keep an affair quiet. He hired a paralegal that he was taking care of a little business uh, and uh, gave her a salary. And then once the business was over, he bumped up her salary. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet. And then apparently there was allegations of he raping a female referee in a limousine. I don't know. You know, those are just allegations. I don't know that that's true. I mean, the man has earned billions of dollars from the WWE since 2009. So, I mean, he's got enough money. And according, he's 77 now. And okay, so he paid money, hush money. He was using corporate money, I guess. So now they're going to... Uh, look into it and they say that uh you know he'll have to pay it back uh okay well they claim that uh he'll be re personally responsible to pay it back if he's not already done so so he may have he may have taken it out of the out of the corporate funds and then put it back from his own money we don't know we'll find out but i mean the man is worth a lot of money and so if he has to come up with another 15 million to you know walk away with five billion uh, it's well worth the money spent. Is it a surprise that he's a dirt baggy kind of guy? Is it? I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. He's a family guy. He's got uh, the company is a lot of the family as part of it, uh, the McMahons. I mean, Stephanie is co-CEO now. And I mentioned yesterday about Triple H. Well, he's the, uh, I didn't realize that he is uh, talent relations. He oversees the talent relations. <laughs> Ah, that's a good gig. Triple H, that's a good gig. Husband to Stephanie, the daughter of the uh, of the man. And uh, I'm overseeing talent relations. Plus, Triple H was you know great in his day anyway. So, anyway, and, and I know it, it seems um, not a strange thing to think of Vince McMahon in a kind of dirt baggy kind of guy. And why is that, do you think? Why is that? Speaking of dirtbaggery, I see we talked about Amber Heard filing an appeal to the verdict against Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp, of course, responded appealing the decision uh, against him and Amber. So season two actually could happen. And uh, there's a lot of people that think a uh, huge mistake on Amber's uh, part. I thought so, too. I appeal it. I mean, just... Johnny probably would have just let it go away, right? And uh, nope, she's got to bring it back to the top again. So good luck, God bless to Amber Heard because she didn't bode well this last time around. And I don't think it's going to do her any good in season two either. But, you know, will I watch season two? You bet. So I see Adele has announced that uh, Weekends with Adele, the Las Vegas residency, will now happen. I know it was postponed back in January. January? January. Um, and I uh, remember we, and I didn't think it was, I didn't think this would happen this year, but she made sure it did. She said it was going to, and she did. It's going to begin November 18th. Uh, there's, they've added shows. There's going to be a total of 32 performances at uh, the Coliseum. And so, you know, there's pre-sale tickets ready to go. Uh, good for you, Adele. Good for you. And she's even got a Christmas Eve show, which I'm sure will be special. But for those of you pissed 
at uh, the Bruce Springsteen story about uh, charging uh, some fans, you know, $5,000 a ticket and, you know, Mr. Man of the People, Bruce Springsteen and Ticketmaster charging, you know, $5,000 a ticket. I went to see what Adele tickets were going for. Now, I went through Ticket Network, and, you know, I'm sure that's another way to get tickets. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever used Ticket Network. I just looked up Adele ticket prices and went to Ticket and clicked on the Ticket Network. And uh, there's tickets for sale for the first show, the Coliseum, uh, November 18th, 8 p.m., Caesars Palace, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, you look at the very top, it begins in the second mezzanine, 401, row B, two tickets. $1,156 each. And it continues on. And let's get down into the front orchestra, 102, row H, two tickets, $3,570. Oh, let's scroll down. You mean there's more? Why, yes, Jeff, there is. Let's take a look at second mezzanine, 402, row K, uh, important zone seating. $11,345 each. <laughs> so 103, let's see, 102, 103, 104 is center stage orchestra. So really, I mean, you want 105, 104, 103. So 102 is off to the is off to stage left. 106 is off to the corner of stage right. So you want 103, 104. 103 row K. Uh, so let's see where we're at. 104. Let's do 104 row C. Two seats. 104 front and center. Row C. $33,039 each. <laughs> and you can get two tickets. Front row. Orchestra 103 row A. I mean front row. For only $47,698 each. <laughs> I love you, Adele. Uh, not really. But I mean, uh, you know, I enjoy your music, Adele. But I'm not paying fifty grand a ticket. And if you're Bruce Springsteen, uh, you got to be pissed. Because Adele is getting a lot more than you, baby. I mean, it makes sense. But still, it makes me happy that Bruce would be mad. And, you know, of course, Ticketmaster, uh, you know, they defended the ticket pricing for Springsteen, saying that uh, it's consistent with industry standards. And uh, the platinum tickets sell for 5000 In some cases, that's only 11.2% uh, of overall ticket sales. So most of the tickets uh, thus sold are much less expensive. I did like some of the responses to uh, this, uh, especially, you know, on Twitter. One, uh, one comment was $5,000 floor seats, 1100 nosebleed. Sold his catalog for $500 million. Hung with B.O., former stench in the White House. Working class hero, phony works. <laughs> you have just perfectly described Bruce Springsteen. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You know, you can keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash jeffy right now. I'm going to tell you about a free gift you can get if you do that after I tell you a little bit more about Moinkbox. You know... Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon, straight to your door. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. Duh. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste and you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent too. You choose the meat delivered in every box, like ribeyes to chicken breast to pork chops to salmon fillets and so much more. Plus, you can cancel at any time. I doubt you're going to. It is so... What's the word I'm looking for? Great, fantastic, wonderful when the Moink box comes to the door? <laughs> I wish that someone would just go, Moink Box is here. But, I mean, you know it's coming. So, you know, when you get the bing on your phone that the delivery has been made to your home, well, you know that really what it's saying is, Moink Box is here. And you get to open it up and go through all the meat. It is awesome. Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. I agree with with, uh, Kevin O'Leary. Their bacon is awesome awesome. And uh, Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Simonov uh, jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. So if you... I want you to be able to taste the Moink bacon. Okay? I want you to agree with Kevin and myself that it is the best bacon you've ever tasted. I know that I've told you before that Moink guarantees you're going to say oink oink. I'm just so happy I got Moink. Uh, you know what? You will. You'll open up the box. You'll look at all that great meat that just came to your house. And you're going to say, oink, oink. I'm just so happy I got moinked. So like I began with, you can keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. And listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. One year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but it's for a limited time. So get to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Want to give a couple birthday wishes out there. A little birthday shout outs. Uh, shout out to the U.S. Postal System. Yes, the USPS. Thank you. You know, I've always wanted to run that joint. Uh, established in 1775, so happy birthday to my brothers in the USPS. Uh, I'll be there with you f- soon, either as the uh, Postmaster General, which you know I always wanted to be, or on the Board of Governors, which is really the gig you want with the postal system. But, uh, you know, I'll take either right now. Uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, was founded in 1908, so happy birthday to the FBI and also uh, happy birthday to Mick Jagger born on this day in 1943 he is 79 years of age happy birthday to Mick wow 79 Mick Jagger is 79 
His girlfriend is what? 20? <laughs> He's got children older than his girlfriend. But happy birthday to Mick. Bless your heart. I love you. <laughs> oh, I see where the NFL has decided that, you know what we need? We need our own streaming app. And we need it just to be available on mobile devices, not on TV. So that's almost like uh, what you call it was. Quibi, Quibi, uh, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't jump to the TV. I hope uh, with the NFL Plus, you can take screenshots or whatever. I mean, some of that really killed Quibi from the very beginning. Anyway, and uh, and the NFL has uh, decided that they went the gamut of what to call it. What are we going to call this streaming service that provides people uh, mobile? games on their phone we've got to call it something huge how about we call it nfl plus great idea duh so uh nfl plus (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh so 4.99 a month or 39.99 a year i think they're gonna have another there's another tier for 9.99 a month as well which uh, i guess gets you more i guess it gives you access to in-market Sunday afternoon games, national games on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday nights. And uh, yeah, for an additional five bucks a month or $79.99 a year, the feature will full replays and bird's eye views of games that armchair GMs can use to analyze plays uh, for just $5 more than that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, you know, So good luck. God bless. Uh, we'll see how it grows for the NFL. I like the idea of it. If they provide, uh, you know, some kind more content than just the games uh, and maybe some different camera angles, maybe you're able to choose what camera angles you can watch the games on, I guess, I guess. And so I know that they are looking for uh, a new mobile deal. I know they had a big mobile deal with Verizon, right, for $2.3 billion. They're looking for the Sunday ticket package, which DirecTV held since 1994. That deal expires after this season. Apple is looking for that deal on the Sunday ticket deal. So the NFL is still expanding, but you're able to uh, be able to watch it on your phone or tablet only for five or ten a month. Uh, NFL Plus. I bet you they looked long and hard to name it that. What will be important for this is what the plus is. You can quote me on that. Roger hasn't called me and said, hey, Jeff, what do you think the plus should be? But it will be most important for this to succeed if the plus is really a plus. Like, if you really wanted a plus, would you stay at the mansion that the Corleones lived in? The Godfather Mansion. I know, it's available on Airbnb now. And it goes up for you get the the bookings open tomorrow those of you listening live today is the 26th of july 2022 tomorrow is the 27th bookings open tomorrow you can get a 30 night stay which takes place in august you can bring up to five guests and they'll 50 bucks a night (laughs) 50 bucks a night for august to stay in the corleone house in staten island so 50 bucks a night (laughs) (laughs) you can stay in the home it's been renovated it's 6,248 square feet 
Uh, it's an Airbnb long stay house. It's built in 1930. It's gone through significant res- uh, renovations. Uh, it was in the Godfather One and a little bit of Godfather Two. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a cool house. It'd be fun to stay there. And you've, you know, you've got, uh, you know, five bedrooms and seven bathrooms and a big saltwater pool and a basement pub and a game room and a gym. And of course, uh, during the entire stay, you will hear. This is just going to be piped through the entire neighborhood <laughs> as you stay in the house on Staten Island. Yeah, uh, through the entire stay, all thir- all month of August. You'd be ready to shoot yourself at the end of the month if that were true. So the Museum of Broadcast Communications has announced the nine inductees into the 2022 class of the Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, Marv Dyson, General Manager of 106.3 WJPC-FM and 1390 WGCI 107.5 WGCI-FM in Chicago. I'm sure Marv was awesome. Uh, Lon Helton, host of Country Countdown USA and publisher of Country Air Trek. Actually, that was a great show, uh, Country Countdown USA. Uh, I <laughs> picking up a pair to number two. Uh, that was a, that was a great show, Country Countdown USA. Probably still ongoing. Actually, I don't. Um, Ellen K, morning host at uh, KOST in Los Angeles, former co-host at 102.7 Kiss FM from 1990 to 2015. Long time. Broadway Bill Lee, afternoon host at WCBS FM in New York. Uh, formerly WTIC FM Hartford, KFRC San Francisco, WLOL Minneapolis, WKP, WKPKE Denver, Q, uh, QHT, and KTU in New York. Uh, Walt Baby Love, host of Gospel Tracks, formerly worked at stations including KAYOK, KILT, uh, CKLW, WVON, uh, BLS, NBC, OR, XLO, KFI, KGFJ, KKBT, KHJ, incredible. Uh, Carol Miller, uh, evening host at WAXQ in New York. I am Sirius XM, uh, formerly a uh, new FM. Uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, uh, host of Namesake, uh, host and namesake of Sirius XM's Mad Dog Sports Radio, uh, formerly of uh, FAN. Um, Jeff Smilin, a founder and CEO of Emmis Communications, and Susan Walden, uh, New York Yankees radio broadcaster, first voice heard on WFAN New York. Congratulations to all being inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. Speaking of uh, Radio Hall of Fame, Alex Jones. <laughs> Just ask him. He, he'd tell you that he belongs there. Uh, jury selection began uh, yesterday in Austin, Texas for the defamation trial against radio host Alex Jones, Mr. InfoWars, who uh, spread uh, those damn conspiracy theories claiming the 2012 Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax. 
The outcome of the case will determine how much money Jones must pay in damages to the families of the children killed in the worst mass shooting at an elementary school in U.S. history. The trial is the first of three. Two in Austin were InfoWars is headquartered and one in Connecticut where the shooting took place. The trial follows a three-month-long delay that was triggered after Jones filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. InfoWars and two other of his companies had filed for bankruptcy. Courts in Texas and Connecticut have already found Jones liable for defamation for his portrayal of the shooting, issuing judgments without trial. 26 people, including 20 children, were killed at Sandy Hook attack, um, which is, you know, the worst U.S. mass shootings, I guess, uh, for the kids. Um, you know, I, what are you going to say? Just what are you going to say? Do I, do I think Alex, I'm not even, you know what? I'm just not going to get into it. Good luck, Alex. Best wishes. I hope everything works out for you. Good luck. That's all I can tell you. Good luck. So I'm uh, passing by the television and I saw a commercial come up. I had not seen this commercial before. I watch, you know, quite a bit of television, and uh, you know, but I I have avoided watching a lot of commercials. I don't mind watching them. Uh, I, I I fast forward through them, and if I see one that I hadn't seen before, I stop and you know it looks worthy. I watch it just so that I have it in my knowledge base that I saw it. And this one came up from Garden Life. Uh, it's Garden of Life, doctor formulated women's probiotics. And they claim that they are the number one probiotic brand for a reason. It's not always easy to talk about our digestive issues, but it's a fact of life. Our entire selection of probiotics offers billions of diverse, clinically studied strains to help support digestive health. And man, uh, I was fascinated by this commercial, and I hope you are as well. Being a human is hard, especially if you're a woman who's right. also having trouble doing that totally normal thing all humans do, but not all of them like to talk about. Oh, are you talking about pooping? Let's just say Garden of Life's doctor-formulated women's probiotics help your digestion so you can be a more regular human. I'm comfortable talking about poop. You can just say poop. It's 2021. I think everyone knows that women poop. I love pooping. Poop, girl. Plus, did you know that the 40 billion probiotics found in Garden of Life can help support immune system health? Oh, are you poop-splaining me right now? Wow. Don't be shy about pooping. Pooping is powerful. This is my favorite part of the day. I poop. She poops. All women poop. I'm a woman and I poop. I'm a woman and I poop. I'm a woman and I poop regularly. Thanks for the poop powerment. I'm not saying poop powerment. I'm pooping right now. Look for Garden of Life, the number one probiotic that helps women, number two. And it can even help maintain healthy pH and yeast levels. Oh, are we talking about my vagina now? Ah, that is awesome. So there you have it, uh, Garden of Life. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the heck out of that commercial. In fact, uh, and, you know, it's important. And it's important that everyone knows that it's a, it's a thing that we all do, right? And there's just nothing better than talking about everything that we all do. That's what we're here for. No, really, that's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> you know what? I'll leave you with, uh, hey, want to hear a poop joke? Nah, they always stink. Why did the toilet paper roll down the hill? To get to the bottom. What did one piece of toilet paper say to another? 
I'm feeling really wiped. <laughs> what did one toilet paper say to the other? You look flushed. <laughs> Why did the man bring toilet paper to the party? He's a party pooper. Duh. <laughs> Why do ducks have feathers? To cover their butt quacks. <laughs> you can use all those. No problem. They are on me and you are welcome. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.